Kiara and welcome back to the Wholehearted Living Podcast. This is episode number 12 and I'm your host Kimmy Pandari. In today's episode, me and my dear friend Eli talk about coronavirus and how it has impacted our lives in New Zealand. We start the podcast by talking about how our day-to-day looks like now and how it has changed the lives of our loved ones and our family. We also have a yarn about how life under level 4 nationwide lockdown looks like currently in New Zealand and how people are dealing with it. Towards the end of the podcast, we talk about how amazingly and proactively our New Zealand government and our Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern particularly has handled this entire coronavirus pandemic situation. I do have to apologize upfront for the audio quality on this episode. This is our first time recording a remote podcast and hopefully we will get better at this remote recording thing. So without any further ado, here is today's podcast. Okay. okay. Um, nice to have you back, Eli, on the podcast. Nice to be back, Kelly. Um, What have you been up to? Well, I guess post-lockdown, I have been, I guess, a bit idle, yeah. which is a different sort of situation to be in in the state. But I guess a lot of people are feeling the same way. Everything's sort of changed so drastically yeah. um how about you how have you been handling um, all this pretty much the same as you um it's i think because it's my starting tomorrow is my fifth week working from home or sixth week i think it's i think it's sixth because if everyone's doing like fourth week um because i've been home for two weeks more than everyone else and the reason for that is um my colleague's wife like a guy who literally sits in our in my cubicle um his wife was pretty sick and then his entire family was pretty sick um and my work didn't want to take any risk and this was just you know like just before the lockdown like everyone was freaking out and um like there was no testing or anything going on um so my work just didn't want to take the risk and they asked us to just like go home and self-isolate ourselves so um yeah it's so great to hear that your sort of place of employment was proactive because I think there was a lot of um dithering up towards you know the actual confirmed lockdown period where people weren't taking the news seriously yeah no exactly um I'm actually grateful um because I was pretty skeptical um about going to work and and feeling very very insecure because I take the train um and the train the trains are like pegged you know the trains from the heart to the city are so pegged and then I was seriously considering driving to work which like I've been living over here where I live right now in my suburb for three years and I've only driven to work once because it's pretty far away and it takes me close to 90 minutes like um in usual traffic hours so I never ever drive to work and I was considering driving to work and I was seriously stressing about it because like 90 minutes like an hour to 90 minutes drive um and and then you definitely parking. cannot socially isolate exactly. <laughs> and then parking you know like the parking in Wellington city is so expensive like the low like everywhere I checked like $15 is like the lowest so and that's like that's and $15 is like early bird parking so yeah I was like this is so not worth it like the stress was so not worth it so I am grateful mm. to my work that um I got to stay home ah. So six, six weeks. weeks. Um, another week to go, and probably longer than that, right? Yeah, I think they're assessing it, and it'll probably likely be longer than four weeks. <sighs> yeah. Um, 
Um, I was just reading about because um, you know, like after the one PM news, the one PM usual um, news, um, I just like go on the internet. Like I, I don't, I don't watch the one PM news, but like you, like that's when like all the updates in New Zealand come out regarding coronavirus. So I usually go onto okay. like internet or browser, and I just like read through everything that's happened during the day. So apparently there have been five deaths now, and there um. There was an old guy from the Auckland Rest Home. Um, he passed away. Yeah. I'm interested to hear how have you been finding, sort of digesting all this news? Because for me, I've been following coronavirus since February. Yeah. And up until two weeks ago, I found myself completely overloaded. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, has been, it has been pretty and hard. It has been pretty hard. Like, it's, it's been pretty hard. But, you know this is the new normal now like it's it will be i don't know how would i feel if i you know like was we've, we've just been waiting for the numbers to go down um and at least in new zealand the numbers are now starting to go down so there is uh you know like there is a ray of hope but if you look at the world numbers which i pr- i pretty much look at every day just to this in the hope you know like to see if they are stabilizing but it keeps on rising and it's now close to two million mm-hmm. we haven't hit two million but i'm pretty sure like by wednesday or thursday we will be two million um so yeah that um not good not good um but you know um I am trying to, I'm not trying to read a lot of news. Um, like I'm, like I was saying, you know, before, I think the first two or three weeks I was like checking um, internet, like checking, checking COVID-19 news like every hour. And even at work, you know, like every meeting that we were having um, on like online with my teammates, everyone was talking about coronavirus. Like you just couldn't escape it. Okay. Um, but I think everyone has calmed down now. And I only try to read the news like yeah. maybe one to two times. Like I'm still not trying, like, like I'm not trying to like be oblivious to what's happening around me. Um, but also at the same time trying to limit my exposure because I can't control, you know, like the world numbers, but I can control what's what I can. So I'm just like focusing on that, like keep myself informed, but at the same time, um, yeah, just like don't just be like there, like watching news like all the time because it can be very, very hard. Like the first three weeks were pretty hard. And that's exactly hmm. it, just limiting your exposure to yeah. the news, keeping yourself yeah. informed and just tearing yourself away mm. from it and, yeah, updating yourself as necessary but not overly yeah. so. Yeah, how are your folks doing? My folks, uh, I think they're handling the isolation really, really well. I'm currently living with my family, yeah. my parents specifically, mm-hmm. and they've both been doing um, – <laughs> surprisingly well my mother I think for a wee while was flouting the rules and continuing with her uh, classes she takes a number of physical activity classes a week or she formerly had done so and so she continued with them with her friends and now they've really just isolated themselves um, occasionally I've noticed that my mum will sort of do a neighborhood walk with her gal pal down yep. the road. But I've also noticed that they do keep a distance. So I think in desperation, she's had to sort of t- do that a couple of times just to keep sanity, I guess. Yeah. Um, my father's doing really, really well, though. So they've both been doing surprisingly well so far. They've only really been having to self-isolate because both formerly worked in 
um, I guess, workplaces up until maybe a week and a half ago. So they haven't had to endure uh, the level four lockdown for as long as everyone or most other people have. Um, but so far, so good. How about your parents? I know they're in India, which is quite a different situation. Yeah, um, yeah, no, exactly. So my dad retired last year. So now he's forced to stay home, which I'm very, very glad about. Because, you know, like my, my dad's like one of those stoic people. It's just like you keep going. You don't care about what's happening in the world, you know. You keep your head up and you keep going. Even if the world's going to end, he's like one of those people, like very, very hardworking. Um, and never backs yeah. down. Um, but so I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that he retired last year, so he doesn't have to go out. But um, um, they've, they've actually been doing pretty good. Um, but you know, I am really, really, very worried, worried about them. I've been, check- I usually talk to my mom like every three weeks. Um, but now I'm talking to her like every weekend. Um, they've been more, more worried about me because I live on my own in like a foreign country that they've never been to, even though I've been here for like a really, really long time and they know everything about my lifestyle, but they can't help themselves and just like get worried about me because I'm their kid. Um, I've been more worried. I've been, yeah, yeah, I've been more worried about them because they, they are in India where the healthcare system is already very, very beaten up and the practices are very poor. The population yeah, is and so, so, huge yes, as well. Populated. Um, and it's like, I, yeah, and they are in that age, age bracket, you know, like they are in that age group where like they're about 60 plus and my mom's got diabetes. She's had diabetes for like 20, 25 years now. And she gets like high blood pressure every now and then. So she is probably more susceptible if she catches COVID-19. Um, so no, I've been very stressed about them. And the biggest, um, one of the biggest reasons is because I am in New Zealand. If anything happens, I can't fly because there are no flights. And also my brother doesn't live in the same city as them. And India is also in lockdown, just like in New Zealand. So I think they've entered their third week or they've just finished their second week is now. Is there a lockdown similar to yeah, ours? Yeah, pretty much pretty, pretty, pretty similar to ours. But, um, you know, like it's a massive country. Like they've got a population of 1.2 billion. We are like just like 5 million. Five <laughs> yeah. Million. So it's like 100 times more. Um, yeah. So, you know, like um, there's like so many people, like the government can't do much. But like where my parents live, um, my mom's saying that there's literally no one on the road. Like people are literally hiding in their houses. They're not even coming out to the road, which is good. And I'm like, good, you guys keep it up. But the only thing is that my sister um, works for the, like like she has a government job and um, she is yeah. an essential worker. Um, so she's been going to work every day and she lives with my parents so um, that's one of the other reasons why I've been worried is that um, she might catch something from work and then she might pass it to pass it on to my parents. Um, they, they, my, my mom, my, my mom's assured me that they are following every um, protocol that there is like they are, they are maintaining separation between my sister and them and all of that stuff. But you know how it is, you know, and um, yeah, but at least they're not in denial. Like they've been prepared for quite a while. 
but um but also mm. I, like I've been worried about because you know like I was I, I think I've been more worried about my dad because you know my dad is like he he will be in denial like my mom will my mom will be so impacted like she'll start freaking out and I think in this case that is good because if she's freaking out then she'll start following the protocol and she's start maintaining social distance and everything but my dad's like one of those people he just will like stay in denial as long as he can um and it's good that there's a voice mm. of reason being your mother in the situation just to make sure that he is exactly. safe and going all those health yeah protocols. exactly but um also like not putting themselves at risk that's the other thing i've been telling my dad specifically that don't do anything yeah. that you would you would like like just stay in your comfort zone and it's okay to stay in your comfort zone right now because if anything happens you guys live in india anyway and if anything happens like it will take you hours to 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 get to a hospital to be able to see a doctor um so it's like everything's going to be like 50 times harder than it usually is so just stay in your comfort zone don't push and also it. i guess also explaining to them that this is going to be hopefully temporary yeah. and you know it's yeah so you don't have to endure this for hopefully too long yeah but you know like i reckon it's the same same for you right you just can't help like you just can't help thinking because you know like what's happening in italy yeah. and most of the people who are dying you know like all the five deaths that we've had in new zealand i think they've all been 70 plus so um and i think everyone is in the same boat right everyone in our generation has parents or grandparents or uncles and aunties in that age group you know and of course every family has people with um people with health problems and it's just a really really hard time you know you don't know you can't help yourself but just get get worried um yeah and it it sucks for me cuz i've like the biggest thing that i've been upset about is that if if anything happens i can't i can't fly back to india Yeah and my brother doesn't live in the same city so he and like, as long as they are they have their lockdown he can't travel um and I've been hearing a lot of stories you know like from other kiwis who have parents overseas and things have actually happened you know in their families and they haven't been able to say goodbye um yeah i think it's uh, i think it's the same thing for and because i um i heard that one of the um older ladies that died in new zealand her family couldn't go and see her um because you know because of the lockdown you can't and um yeah. i mean she already had covid 19 so chances chances was that she's contagious so you won't be allowed to go close to, go near her but yeah it is it is heartbreaking right it is what it is yeah no absolutely it's it really is like it's almost you can't really i guess articulate it because it's just it's crazy it's crazy that we yeah. can't you know be with our loved ones when they most need it you know yeah. a, a lot of our lives and sort of um i guess what is yeah. it rituals have completely changed oh now. exactly but one of the things that i am super grateful about is being in a country like new zealand and we were talking about this earlier right like the way new zealand has handled this entire situation is is just outstanding you know it's just like so so grateful to be in to be living in a country like new zealand right um cuz um if you looked at news today our numbers the way the number of people who have recovered since yesterday is like way way higher is almost like more than double the new inf- the number of new infections so 
I yeah. think I read a sort of like the same statistic. Yeah. I think there was about 150 mm. odd currently in yeah. or and around about 500 that had yeah. recovered. Yeah, yeah, five, five, close to 550 or something, 540, which is which is mm. amazing, right? Because our total number is like close to 1300, but already like close to half of them or like 40% have already recovered. So that is pretty awesome. Um, no, we... Yeah. I mean, it helps that we've got an amazing leader oh, <laughs> that's been exactly. able to, you know, put all the country together to, to fight against Oh, exactly. This. And the way, you know, like, she just, like, went down and she, like, the, the way Jacinda Arden explained the entire, um, the entire alert lockdown steps, you know, like the level mm. one, level two, level three, level four, like, you know, like the... the the week the just the week before the lockdown when everyone was like freaking out she came out and she was like don't you guys worry we already have a plan you know like this is what our plan is we have four stages and um right now like in the next 48 hours we'll be moving into stage four and all of that stuff so i reckon yeah. that was pretty good it was really yeah no, it was good. It was that, that clarity of communication that really made everyone feel like, okay, we, we can pull together and we can tackle this. As yeah, a I was listening to another podcast by an Aussie and um, she was actually complaining about their prime minister. She was like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> you know, like the, the, prime, the Australian prime minister totally failed or the government totally failed at giving clear, um, clear instructions. And they were like, the instructions they were giving were so, so confusing. And it's the same story in UK and the US and pretty much every other European country, right? Um, um, yeah, and, and everyone is saying like, look at New Zealand, look at, look at Jacinda Ardern, look at the, their prime minister, you know? And, and look at the results, you know? Like, look at, the, look, at our, look at our results. Like, over the last four weeks or something we've only had 1300 infections um and most of them are like majority of them are like people who've come from overseas or people who've been in contact with people who've come from overseas whereas in other countries if you look at it like look at us look at italy like the number of um infections have just i mean the testing has increased anyway but the testing has increased has has ramped up in new zealand as well um but look at their numbers oh my gosh like spain italy us they've just like exploded like they've just it's just out of control at this stage and we would have we would have been on the same trajectory if we would have not gone down um with these strict measures in place and i also appreciate that she gave us 48 hours of notice before she locked down the country she was like get your things in place um and i think that was pretty good that was pretty good yeah no it's really good yeah Everything you said, she's an amazing leader and she's really sort of commanded, I guess, the situation, yeah. which is what exactly we need with such a virulent, I know, virus. Yeah, um, also... Um, I also have to mention, because I've been reading on Ashley Bloomfield. Have you heard of him? So okay. Ashley Bloomfield is our Director General of Health for New Zealand. Um, and he is also like he's 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 doing an outstanding job as well. So he is the guy who comes on one pm one pm news every day and tells us the like gives us the stats on the coronavirus situation in New Zealand. Um, and he is pretty much the guy like apart from I think Jacinda Arden, he is like the second in command when it comes to pandemic disaster and handling mm. handling public health disasters. Um, yeah, and and he. That's yeah. another good point. She's also around sort of a good yes. team of yes. professionals 
around to actually leave it there. Yeah, advice. no, exactly. Um, there's a there's a petition going on around for um for making Ashley Bloom Bloomfield the New Zealander of the Air for twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I, did I know. That. I would really do that. Like this, no, he has been doing an amazing job, and he is also a great leader. And also, I think he is like professionally, he has a very very long career in like in managing public health um so he like he yeah. is the best person for the job like i was i was reading his 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 pretty much his um storyline of his entire life like what he's been what he's done over the last 20 30 years his entire career and um like reading all like reading everything that he's he's been through um wow it's just like he's the best person for the job and he totally deserves it and i think i think that's it right like the kind of leadership like our government has shown right um like they they are empathetic they 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 are giving us clear directions but at the same time they understand what we are going through they are they they yeah. they are empathetic but like re- reassuring us just to kind of like stay the course and they have a plan and then actually giving results like if you look at look at our results our numbers are going down um we are pretty sure at this stage that we will stamp it out so yeah i mean i think that's amazing um i am grateful i don't live in u.s you know look at what trump's what, what trump's <laughs> doing it's just awful man yeah being sort of a and is that the antipodes? Yeah. We're a part of the antipodes. Um, yeah. yeah, being isolated and having good leadership. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I just wanted to mention um, also like the recession and the unemployment because some of my friends have been fired and they've lost their jobs. So that's a bit hard when. Similarly. Yeah. On my end as well. Yeah, because um, I mean, you are a freelancer, and a lot of your friends are doing the same things, right? They do freelancing as well. Some of yeah. them do, yeah. Um, we were prim- well, predominantly mm. teaching, so tutors or with the mm. orchestra, and obviously with the lockdown, mm. social groups are unable to really function. Yeah, and so we've been trying to figure out a new infrastructure mm. and this new normal and it's a challenge we haven't quite nailed it down um it's too early I guess yeah. because I think a lot of accounts mentioned that we're looking at multiple year you know situations yeah. here not not just a four week four week oh yeah totally totally um Early. Oh yeah, exactly. It's too early because um, that's what just Arden said. I think today or yesterday that um, when someone asked, when people asked that, are we moving into alert level three or is this being extended? Is level four being being extended? And her answer was that it's too early because we still don't have the yeah. have the data to say that we can come out of level four. And I think there was um, yeah. there was a survey that was ran through across the country and. Turns out, I think close to 60% of the people are more comfortable in being the lockdown extended for another two weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, and just to just to stamp it out. And I'm totally in support with that. I'm like, let's just let's just yeah. do it, you know. Let's let's just stay home as long as we need to beat this thing. As long as you know, like government has a plan um, for supporting. Um, like they keep on rolling out the wage subsidy packages, and they are 
ready and and have enough positive in, in place to keep the lights on you know for small business owners freelancers and people who are losing their jobs i think we should be able to afford it yeah no i agree i'm 100% support mm-hmm. that sort of motion yeah. yeah i mean and, and they said right like we are staying home for the people um who are vulnerable right you and i will probably be fine but what about your folks you know or what about my neighbors like i live in an elderly neighborhood um so like most of my neighbors are elderly and they live on their own you know um so like that's that's why you stay home you know you stay home so that you keep everyone safe i'm talking about that though like it has been shocking how many people in new zealand have been flouting the rules like it's in news pretty much every day you probably know more about yeah. this i with the exception of my mum <laughs> occasionally on her walks. I haven't seen her this last yeah. week, so perhaps she's, you know, taken a new turn. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, with the exception of her, I haven't really heard of anything. Have, can you sort of yeah, um, <laughs> the, mention yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. The big, I think um, I, I read on news that the, um, the police caught, police has caught close to like 700 or 800 people during like so far in the lockdown who have... Um, yeah. flouted or who have been caught flouting the rules um and it really it boggles is, my mind oh my like all you have to stay home. oh my gosh seriously and did you hear oh. about david clark like he's our health minister i was like like when, when like my entire team was like all together everyone like when we when we read that because like, i think that news came out about him when we were in a team meeting or something um and a lot of my teammates have like you know like have notifications coming in about anything about coronavirus it just pops in on the screen mm-hmm. so me and my um mates with my teammates we were talking about it and we were all like oh my gosh for fuck's sake he's like the health minister how can he do that so did you hear what he did he went to the beach and yeah. rode his yeah. bike so right he went for a 20 kilometer ride to the beach with his family during the during the yes. first week of lockdown i mean come on how stupid is that and how how can you be confused when you are the health minister if you are confused you should go talk <laughs> to the prime minister <laughs> why why would you mm. break the rule like if i if i if i was I in the situation oh, that's that's okay it's okay for me to do it but yeah. it's not okay for you to do it you're the fucking health minister <laughs> go and figure sort it out I think we put these people mm. up to a higher yeah. standard. I think around that time I had read an account where a police officer was caught hunting as well. Yeah. So, you know, not, not isolating himself and not doing recreation that's just outside but, his door, I mean, you know, as he, as he I mean, have. but like, like, you have like you have like of course you will be holding you up to higher standards you know because it is part of your freaking job right i mean look at look at Jacinda Ardern she's got like she's she she just had her baby baby last year right her her kid so her baby is like 12 12 months old maybe probably like still probably a baby um she hasn't been able to see her parents um she's she's been locked up in the beehive in 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 Wellington i mean i mean I think it's it's just about the kind of leaders um not, not even leaders you know like people in authority some of them are well, like real real yeah, leaders want- and some of them are just like dumb stupid people you know like they're so selfish yeah. they just can't see beyond them themselves you know um yeah well the rules are there for a reason and they need to be upheld oh, and there's a level of respect that you yeah. lose if you're not going to yeah. abide by oh, them. exactly and I think 
there was one of the other places where Jacinda Ardern was like so smart about it because um, I think David Clark resigned, but she said um, that we cannot bear him because if he lo- like if 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 she accepts his resignation, then they will have to appoint some other person, and then that other person will have to come up yeah. to speed and everything. And and given with what's going on, it's too expensive right now. So she didn't accept his resignation, which is so smart. She was like, the healthcare system cannot afford to lose him, even though he will mm. he will pay for his actions. So she's demoted him to the to the bottom of the of the cabinet. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That was a really sensible decision. Very decisive. Very, very decisive. Very, very smart, right? Just like putting the country and putting the people and putting the situation that's going on before above everything like that and that is what leadership is about you know like of course she must hate david clark like like he he works for her he works under her um and when when he did that i think he gave a lot of ammo to the to the to the opposition as well because i was reading like i was just watching some of the news where the opposition was like going on and on and on about how confusing the rules the rules ah. were and of course of, of course the rules, rules are confusing everyone's trying to trying to figure out but there shouldn't be an excuse for david clark for our health minister to flout the rules um but like he's i mean uh, he's being held to such high standards because he is he is he's he's part of the government but just like youngsters oh my gosh like my my um in my neighborhood i've just watched you know like youngsters just like just like mm. not just like trying to break their bubbles and just like hanging out with their friends oh. having a smoke having beer playing beer pong i'm just it's just stupid i wanted to ask you about yeah. that because pre-lockdown yeah. you could hear i guess the boy mm. races or girl races down yeah. sort of your neighborhood yeah. are they still doing that um yeah, yeah, I have seen some of them going going up and down. Yeah, but um, also I noticed a lot of youngsters, like um, you know, like twenty, like the people in early twenties, twenties mostly. Like um, there was a there was a couple of people who just come from overseas and they showed up at work. Like they they literally just showed up and work, up at work. Like oh, and they didn't yeah, do and this they didn't yeah, quarantine. And, and, and their reason was like we failed two hundred percent. And everyone at work was freaking out. Like everyone was at work freaking out. I was like, how dumb can you be? You have an engineering degree. How how dumb can you be? Like, aren't you like, are you are you just selfish? Are you so selfish you can't see beyond yourself? Or you are just like totally exactly. ignoring like you are, I mean, for fuck's sake. Like that was so annoying. Like when I saw a couple of people at my work, just like totally ignoring and just, um, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I am a contractor. If I do it, that's justified. I'm a contractor. I don't show up. I don't get paid, but you are like permanent employees for fuck's sake. Why are you not following the rules? Like, and then, well, just everyone, yeah, yeah, exactly. contractor oh, exactly. or permanent exactly. employee yeah. should have been quarantined. Exactly. They're like the contractor for permanent thing is like beyond, beyond the point. Right. Um, but, Exactly, yeah. like exactly what you're saying. How can you how can you put everyone else at risk? How can you be so selfish? But yeah, people I don't know. are. There's just a level. Of, yeah. Well, I think that's it. They're, they're just selfish, but there's a level of exasperation yeah. I feel because you when we discuss issues yeah. like this, people you know flouting the rules so openly, yeah. uh, you know, and, and we're three weeks mm. in or more than three weeks in. Everyone knows the yeah. rules. Um, it's, it's it's too much because I think as an individual, at least on my yeah. end, I really do uphold the rules as I 
as much as yeah. I can and really respect sort of the initiative that's, that we're undergoing. Yeah. And to see people not taking it as seriously as, you know, that our community is, our nation is, it just it, it, it pisses me off, really. I just can't understand the selfishness. Oh, exactly. Like, I have been shocked um, over and over again. And I... I, like I know a lot of people like because I grew up in India right and, I, and I'm not saying that Indian culture is selfish it, I don't think it's the culture it's just the fact that when you have so many people when you have a massive population of course it kind of becomes the general theme you know like survival of the fittest so of course everyone is yeah, selfish people exactly yeah people look mean. after them like people people stamp on each other to get to the highest point and all of that stuff, right? But it doesn't make sense. I yeah. thought New Zealand didn't have a culture like that. But I think it, 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 it boils down to the person and your moral values and, yeah. and your ethics. Um, I think it boils down to that. I think largely yeah. New Zealand are good yeah. sorts, but it's just, you know, the small number mm. that, that aren't, <laughs> that ruin, ruin it for, for everyone yeah. else. But, you know, like you were saying, I, I do think that we are sort of tackling this oh, yes. really, really yeah. well, like, yeah. you know, overall. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just have to see in, in the next few yeah. weeks how we go. But the trend is in decreasing numbers, which is good. Yeah. Good. Um, I hope so. I hope because um, I think it's it's been going down consistently. And hopefully they will have enough data. I am more than happy to stay in level four. And and again, I talk from a, from a position of privilege, right? Because like I work for the bank. Um, banks will probably still be going around. Even if there is a recession, they'll still be open because they are at the top of mm. the of the economic chain. Um, so I talk from a position of privilege. I have I still have a job, and most likely, I think I will still have a job for the next two three months so I am okay but I know a lot of people you know like who really rely on like their day-to-day day-to-day yeah. um, income to feed their families they really wanted to turn well, to like work earlier mm-hmm. that there are safeguards, yeah. so there's those um, age packages yeah. that the government has yeah. so that 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 there are people that are able to I guess sustain yeah. their life yeah. I mean maybe less so yeah. than pre-lockdown yeah. but they're still able to survive yeah. I think at this stage we just need to have our health at, as top priority stamp it yeah. out and then rebuild from there we can't continue the cycle of level four and then maybe level three and then we'll level four exactly. again and level three yeah cut it off as soon as we yeah, can. exactly. Like it's way more easier to stay in level four for another two to three weeks. I am more than happy to stay in level four for another month, honestly, to be honest, because I think we need that much time to totally stamp it yeah. out. And all these people who, because I mean, they've only tested how many? I don't think they've tested close to a million people yet. They've only tested like um, 500,000 or maybe that's like I'm just making up a really big number. Um, I don't think they've tested that many people because at this stage they're saying the community transmission is only at 2 2%. But honestly, you never know. You never know. Um, yeah. Well, like they say, it's two yeah. weeks possibly asymptomatic. Yeah. So, you know, anyone could be a carrier. Exactly. It's not until two weeks where you actually feel yeah. or notice any, any signs that you may have yeah. illness. And by that stage, transmission may yeah. have, you know, happened. So that's why it's so important to to not flout the rules. 
stay home in your little yeah, bubble. And especially if you can, you can afford to work from home. Like if you still have a job and you can afford to work from home. Yeah. Um, I think like all. So yeah, companies and employers that can afford to have their employees working from home should continue to do that, um, even under LR3 level lockdown. And trades and lines of work that need to have employees on site, like plumbing or construction workers or joiners or electricians, they should be allowed back at work. So friends, we're going to be wrapping up this podcast episode over here. Unfortunately, there was another five to six minutes of recording that we ended up losing because the audio on that podcast was out of sync and the quality was pretty, pretty, it was very, very bad. Um, I do hope nothing in this podcast episode was triggering to you. Um, If you do have any feedback, do not hesitate to reach out to us through App Store or Um, submit us a rating or feedback on whatever podcast app you are using to listen to us Um, and we'll be with you guys very soon bye stay home and stay safe